This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. And good evening, fellow Fox fans. Apologies for the lateness of my arrival. It's the problem with being a media star. I've just been on TalkSport. Yeah, I wish. Okay, um, TalkSport Radio and then Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, Gary's been ill, hasn't he? Hmm, maybe, just maybe. Well done to you, and well done to you. I can't believe just how inconsistent you are. Am I being unfair there? Hey, it was a point. It was a point. Funnily enough, when I was on Talk Sport, didn't get asked about the game, which might be a good thing. I don't know. Um, we drew. 
Leicester City won, Southampton won, and they were down to 10 men after 10 minutes, and I thought, here we go. We're going to do it? Well, wasn't to be. At least we didn't lose. At least we're still in there. It will be interesting to see what uh, my chat chum Brad has to say, and we'll find out in just a minute. Hello, okay. Let's say a few hellos. Hello to Miss Melina. Good evening, Melina. How the devil are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm more late than Arteta with his substitutions. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. You can say that. You're the Arsenal fan. Um, hello, Stefan. Um, I've been better, but we didn't lose. So, you know, it's not too bad. Um, Facebook user here felt like a performance reminiscent of where it born was last season. Was it? Well, we didn't get a player set off. We didn't get stuffed for one. We, we, you know, we were literally throwing everything by the kitchen sink at them. Um, Facebook user says hello. Don't know how who you are because you haven't said. Um, got one right this week. Is that Steve Linux? <laughs> I'm waiting for him to message me because do you know what? He did get the score right. And that's the second time this week. And both times he got it with a 1 1. So um Madison shooting very bad. Yeah, he's getting on uh, he's getting on a uh the getting closer though, isn't he? Got it closer. So um and Melina who's helping us out with modding. Good to see you and everyone in the chat. What a snooze fest of a game to Levin's goal with Nacho time. Well, hey, hey, he didn't score, but he provided one, so he still got you some points. Um, Stefan, yeah, can we try and keep the talk to uh, football in the chat, please? That would be absolutely fan dabby dozy. Well, see what? He came. Oh, sorry, nearly forgot to say where you can find us. It's late. I really. I'm past my bedtime. I should be in bed now with me cocoa. Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please give us a subscribe. Would love you forever. Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group, and in the Twitter sphere, at Lester TID. He calls himself Jesus. He came, he went, and he came back. So it must be the second coming. How are you doing, mate? Uh, I'm doing a little bit better after the calm down, the calm after the storm of that, that performance. Can so, I ask you, uh, second coming, how does it feel? It's been a long, long time for me. <laughs> it's it's even longer, mate, for me. I'm not saying any more on that matter. Before you start <laughs> saying that we're not talking on the subject of football, after your line <laughs> of duty post last time. <laughs> hey, you you know, we might be doing a special on that tomorrow night. It's funny you should mention line of duty. Uh, no, we'll, we will move on. No, we uh, will move on because I have no interest in the show and I haven't watched anything to, to not have an interest in it. So <laughs> I won't be like Craig tonight. <laughs> Second coming of Jesus, Brad Yes, Melina. Uh, That's the name of my book. Does the beard stay or does it go because it's a draw? I'm not sure which. It's It's... It's weird, isn't it? You know, it's 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 a point gained. The, to any other point in the season, it, it wouldn't mean either too much because we're only just started, or you'd see it as catchable. But now the games are, although you know they've been coming thick and fast, they're also coming yeah. to an end. So you look, I understand it. it's frustrating. It's always psychologically for fans. You see your team playing against ten men, and your instinct is to 
you know, expect three points from the game and a comfortable victory. And that's not to be a disservice to Southampton who played brilliantly tonight because mm. sometimes you get results like that. And in the end, you go in, you, you know, what's that now? Four, four, five games, four games left of the season. Mm. You're going to be, you're going to be looking at at least five points still ahead of West Ham. So it's not the end of the world, even if West Ham do win at the weekend. It's, it's a valuable point given the things in front. And, you know, look at, we were, we're ahead of this time last season. This time last season, we'd have probably lost that game, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know how someone thought it was reminiscent to, to the Bournemouth defeat uh, no, away last no. season. I mean, it was it, it was probably, I, I think I replied to a, a, a tweet from yourself or Melina earlier um, where I said it was probably one of our worst performances of the season and we nicked a point from it. And at the end of the day, sometimes you have to just say, um, you know, you've got to tip your hat to the opposition because Leicester fans you know, must remember times where Leicester have had 10 men and won a game or nicked a point when they haven't, when they've been up against it. Uh, It was just one of them. At the end of the day, we're on good form. We're on good form. Mm. Let's look at it that way in the last four or five games. So it's not the end of the world. It's just frustrating because we didn't beat 10 men. It is, but I mean... Let's be honest with you, most of the time, and as I say, I was at the Southampton game last season, and when a team goes down to 10 men that early on, you can can struggle to knock them down because they do sit behind the ball. That that is the Southampton that should have responded last season. You know, Huthenhelm, or whatever he's called, made a a substitution straight away. He, he, he He changed it around. Everything he didn't do, last year time so you know we we did literally i mean i think we threw the kitchen sink at them but you know once your team goes down to 10 men they are very very difficult to break down because they are you oh know, yeah they aren't they yeah they are i mean 95 percent of the time um a team with 10 men will do exactly what southampton does and tonight the credit for, for, for the performance and, and, and the effort tonight goes to Southampton because they defended mm. well. Uh, they 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 knew exactly what was in front of them. They knew that Leicester were going to try and come up them and break them down and they, they dropped deep. And it was a classic 11 versus 10 in, in, in regards to possession and, and chances created. But, you know, sometimes, you, you know, I have to say whether you like it or not, whether you think we should win the game or not with the man advantage... You have to tip your hat to Southampton. Let, let, let's not let's not be one of them teams that, that blames everything but 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 the opposition for for not mm-hmm. getting three points tonight because that they did their job regardless of the effort that was in the final third from Leicester. Just because it wasn't brilliant for more doesn't mean Southampton didn't have a job to do. Let's be honest with you. Had we had a player sent off, that's the performance we would have been looking for from Leicester. Yeah, exactly. We'd have been soaking up, trying to hit them on a counter-attack with a ball over the top for Vardy or any Iniacho to run on to and, and, and stick it away. And you know what the funny thing is? I was There was something about this game from from pretty much the get-go, even, even when they had 10 men. And when they got that free kick, I was like, the commentator on, on, on my stream said, uh, oh, Southampton will be looking for more chances like that. And I found myself thinking, 
they won't need many because in the next 40 seconds I can see something happening. And mm. lo and behold, it did. So maybe I mean, I've got, got a bit of a psychic brain going tonight. Yeah. On, on, you've got a brain. <laughs> I know, that's, that's the scary part. That's I know. Part. <laughs> Thanks for just reminding me there. No, all joking apart, I mean, we had 23 shots in that game. We weren't not trying, but. Oh, no. The fact that I think the the fact that Sky's man of the match was a defender, and their goalkeeper played out of his skin. In fairness, <laughs> that kind of to me sums it up. See, I don't know. See, this is why I get to win the argument with stats because it doesn't it doesn't reflect the game we saw, though, does it, Chris? In my opinion, yes, we we got forward and 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 had a few chances, but how many of them were clear cut and there was nine Apart- on target. There's only nine on target, but yeah, so I know that's already I, over half. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but for me, yes, I think we did. I mean, watching that game, it literally we were camped out in the and I, and I say possession. Let's not worry about possession because, like you say, that can that can be misleading. But we we were literally camped in their half in that second half, and we we. Had you know we you know players got the shooting boots on, it would have been a different result. I do feel, yeah, twenty three shots that does sum the the game up. They had five, you know. Um, oh yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean it sums the game was up in terms of what was expected. If you looked at the stats, you would see eighty percent to less twenty three percent, twenty three shots. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you'd be thinking, oh, Southampton must have hit one, but. Let's face it, on the basis of chances actually created that, that worried either keeper, Schmeichel picked one out of his net from a penalty, which was nothing he could do about it. He got as close as he could. It was a, it was a brilliant penalty. Uh, and I think Vardy, Tillemans, the goal himself, he couldn't do much about. And maybe that one that might have just dipped under the bar from Madison. Everybody's reaping about McCarthy's performance. He had three saves to make and they were fairly standard. For, um, you know, me as a keeper, I'm, I'm, I'm probably just as as critical on a goalkeeper as in, in giving praise as I am defending them when they make mistakes. And you know, I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. He did make some good saves. I'm not saying, you know, he needs to be there and have the brain to make them saves and, and, and do well. He, he did well what he was needed. But I only remember three chances. Mm. Three chances outside of the goal. So probably four in total. And then, like I said, the goal he couldn't do anything about. From a keeper... With ten men, he didn't have a lot to do. He just did what he needed to do right. I I, I will bow to your knowledge as a um, as an ex goalkeeper, shall we say? You know, you've been there, seen it, got the t shirt. Dead cheddar. Um, I hope this isn't a cheesy remark. Boom, boom. See what I did there. Uh, in my opinion, not a red guard. The ball played and cleared first to deny Vardy. If that's a legit card, then what's the point of defenders even bothering? Football is turning into a cake and bottom party. I mean, uh, had it been the other way round, you know, I think I, I would have been, I would have been screaming for the penalty, to be honest with you. But uh, to me, he was a young referee. He was a referee that's that's learning his trade in the Premier League at the moment. That's no excuse because at the end of the day, it would have gone to VAR. So whether he gave the red or not, VAR could have overruled him. He didn't. To my mind, I think it possibly was a red because, you know, he could have done, he could have broken his leg with that. 
What what do you, what do you think? Well, on my stream, apparently John Moss was the officiado for VAR tonight. I don't know if that was correct. Um, but apparently they actually did look at it. Apparently it did go to Stockley Park and it yeah. was looked at. Um, so, I think every red card is, isn't it, anyway? Yeah, I think I think it yeah. is just by and by. Yeah. So I know John Moss likes to be the centre of attention at the best times, but I, I can see why fans are grieving it and, and some fans are saying it was a fair challenge. I think I think the red card was given on a dynamic of the situation. He's gave the ball away. He's always going to be coming in hard and fast on whoever he gets. And any sort of contact looks 20 times worse when you're flinging your body for your own, trying to make up for your own mistake. And that's exactly what he did at the end of the day. It's unfortunate. I, I do feel a bit of sympathy for him, but he's followed through. It, it, you're right. At the end of the day, it's dangerous. It's preventing a goal scoring opportunity. Technically, mm. by the letter of the law, it's a red card. Was the challenge itself? I think if that's in the middle of the pitch, it's a yellow card. I think it's a yellow mm. card because although although the follow through was quite reckless and, and maybe could have done more damage, it was never intended. It's just a, a it's just the way he's reacted and where it is on the pitch that yeah. for me, in the end, it is a right decision to be a red card because he stops Vardy yeah. going through and scoring. Exactly, he was the last defender, and it did yeah. it did stop a, a goal scoring um, opportunity. Uh, penalty, um, and I, I'm not going to go mad at Inacho here because he's a he's a striker in a defender's position, and uh, yes, his hands were up, but you know it, it happens. He made up for it with the assist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ten weeks ago we might have been on here castrating Kalichi and Inacho for giving away a a penalty and not being yeah. on the form here. So, you know, it, it, that's probably helped him not face too much from the fans. And, you know, like you said, he, he got a very good assist tonight, which has bailed I've, us out in the end. I've seen indeed he give away penalties oh, like that. One. Oh, I yeah. remember his handball. I thought he was trying to do Casper's yeah. job. It was a lot yeah. worse. It's one of yeah. them. Sometimes as much as you try and, you know, you know to keep your hands down, it's just natural instinct. It's, it's not an excuse. It was a poor penalty to give away. But it's one of those things, it, it, at the moment, you you make that split decision in your brain and for whatever reason, you throw your hands up because it's natural to try and protect yourself. And it's just, it's it, it's a penalty. It's a penalty in today's football. It, 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 it was slightly unnatural. I, I think the decision was fair. I think if that's um, uh, Walker-Peters in their box, I, you're getting a penalty from Leicester. And so I can't, I don't think we can complain. That we got okay, let's, no. let's go through and just catch up with some comments. Um, uh, Stefan, Chris, I was watching the game. I don't know if I put this one up already, but I was thinking City have a win, but it did not happen. David Gamble um, was, we was too slow, no pace in the game, and Madison not match fit. Do you know what? <sighs> And I, I can't believe I'm about to say this because I used to be one of the uh, like you know you, you 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 can only play ninety minutes a week. What you're supposed to be professional athletes, but you know we have played so many games just recently. Simply, I'm going to come back to this in a minute. Uh, I felt this game was a, well. Let's do it now. I thought this game was going to be a must-win with your final games. I don't think it's a must-win. 
Uh, remind no. me, Simpy, are you a Liverpool fan, I believe? Uh, I know it's Liverpool and Man United. I think I said Man United before and annoyed you. I might have got it the wrong way around. To me, that, that wasn't a must win. Uh, we got a point. We didn't lose. Um, you know, we've, we've got to think we have played three games very, very, very close together. We played a, a Crystal Palace side that hadn't played for 16 games. And we've now played a Southampton side that's not played for like nine or nine or ten days. And here we are playing, you know. Um, yeah, simply the Arsenal. Literally all the time, yeah. Oh, it was Arsenal. God. Well, I tell you, what, an Arsenal fan telling us that we that was a must-win game. Come oh, on. All we've, <laughs> all we've done is help them out in the battle for mid-table mediocrity. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, Sorry, we're just, simply, you know, that's... We're just being cruel to be kind. Actually, now, I tell you what, just before you actually answer that question, Brad, for Simpy, um, and this, I know it was red, I'd got the colour right, but, you know, normally I don't do... Just on time. No, it's that time again. Normally I don't put this much of the table up because, you know, it's too far down, but, you know, you have to go that far down to find Arsenal. You know, yeah, yeah, it's like going know. down a wishing while looking for your wish to come true, isn't it? It, it? Well, it's I tell you what, my neck, my neck is hurting me so much, you know. But no, I, I don't think it was a must win game, was it? No, it certainly wasn't. I'm sorry, I'm intrigued by this clock because it doesn't always go off at this time. Sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. There's two shows now, it's <laughs> it's got its so sponsored by grandfather. That's what we're sponsored by over here. There we go, <laughs> lovely tune. That's how I make my entrance onto this show now, being Jesus guy. So you have to get used to it. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. A, it definitely wasn't a um, must win game tonight, before even before Crystal Palace. You know, you you, you asked the question, and a lot of Foxes fans said. Seven points was 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 the big achieving goal to go out yeah. in the next three games, and like you said, it's eight points now. The gap. West Ham still have to win their games. Liverpool playing Manchester United, so you know one way or another we're going to gain something from this weekend, despite our um, our result tonight. West Ham might even drop points, so you know. It could be. It could, could end up being an extra valuable point if we go to Newcastle next Friday and take all three points. I don't think anyone's going to be too bothered. We're going to look at this yeah. Southampton game, going, "Well, that that that's where the point comes from." Simpy, how was uh, how was the Europa League for you this week? By the way, asking yeah. for a friend, asking yeah. for a friend, and former manager. You know, David Gamble says, "Come on, Brad, we was too slow." No, you're right. We what we was we you know as 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 much as we've praised Leicester's slightly frustrating on the eye backwards football at times in in their patient build up tonight there was a bit of lack of urgency. I did I I did only feel that we it to me the most annoying part tonight where my frustration boiled over was it's taken Southampton being down to ten men for fifty five minutes of the game us conceding a penalty and going a goal behind before the real flow of Leicester breaking through Southampton and causing them much trouble happened and the one decent chance we had in that we put in the net so yeah, there was a case of being too slow tonight but 
there was a lot to take into account into this that yeah. you know like you said three games in the space of a week i think it definitely has something to do with that you know and you know in a couple of weeks time we've got newcastle um on the friday we've got man united on the tuesday and we've got chelsea in a small game down at wembley or at the weekend so we're going to have that problem again um yeah. So that that's what I put it. That said, and I made this comment, and I can't remember which show it was on, whether it was on the post match after Palace or 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 the preview show. I think it was the preview show because I think Craig actually agreed with me, which which was a shock. But um, I, I'm old enough to remember the Liverpool sides of Shankly, Paisley. You know, the seventies, eighties, when when they were dominating football, and no matter whether they went one nil down or it was nil nil. They didn't change their style. They waited, they probed, they passed the ball around. They waited for that moment to come when they could strike. Almost a bit like a snake, if you like, just waiting, keeping an eye on its prey and then pouncing. And, you know, there, there was never any panic in them. There was never that, you know, and then and then making a mistake and giving the ball away, whatever. And I feel Leicester are kind of developing that sort of thing. You know, you can say we didn't show any, you know, oomph when we needed it but of course you'd also say we didn't panic no and that, that's something that um we 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 see a lot of in, in in the way Leicester go about their business and obviously whenever you drop points as a team if it's a team that you follow you know one week you're praising the way they're playing you're happy to see them not looking panicking you're fine with slow build-up because it gets the results and ties them out of them one week you get a result like this and all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. all boring and, and, and sideways passing again. At the end of the day, it's been like this all season and we're sat third, so it's clearly not that that's a problem. It's just sometimes it's football. It's it's a funny old game, you know. But we've seen the high and low of football in, in, in the space of a month and and... We've we've witnessed a lot of joy over the last mm. week or so in, in in unison as fans, and sometimes that takes the stuffing out of you. And, and and I think to come through this uneasy period around from our FA Cup semi final, where we actually beat Southampton, you know, yeah. we've not lost to Southampton this season in three attempts. That's that's something to be noted, yeah. and we've come away with four points out of a possible six in an FA Cup final. I think the lads. As long as they put it right against Newcastle, I don't think this this victory, this defeat, sorry, I'll get the result right in the end, mate. This draw, yeah. this result, <laughs> will live long in the memory of either sets of fans. Um, I, I mean, you've got to say that, you know, that there was a... Oh, gosh, what's what I say? There was a lot of incentive there for Southampton. You know, I mean, it was a Friday night, and I know I joke with the... Um, uh, you know, I, I went on to the um, Match Day Vlogs, which is the Southampton uh, uh, YouTube channel. They were doing a sort of live watch along. And I said, no, I'm enjoying watching Sky at the moment because they were re-showing the 9-0. Uh, you know, the, that was on a Friday night. That was at, at St. Mary's. So we're doing that again. And we just knocked them out of the, you know, um, FA Cup, you know, beat them in the semi-final. That was a massive point for them. Not so much the point on the table, but the point they had to prove. Yeah, definitely. It was. And and, and like I said, look, you've got to give a lot of credit to Southampton. 
you know, form goes right out the window when you, you're up against it because we actually, you know, we, we probably had an end-to-end game stolen from us by by that decision in, in a weird sort of way because up until that point, you know, we'd already had, um, you know, I think, I can't remember, it was it because Carl Walker's Peters got in behind us or whoever it was who got in behind us. And granted, he was a yard offside, but he put the ball in the net and, it looked like Southampton were going to go for it tonight until that until that red card. So you know, maybe Southampton feel that they deserve something for the game because they're actually going to stand up to Leicester and try and matches uh, for quick attack, attacking mm. free flowing football. So look, Ralph Hasselhoff, despite the run of results, is actually quite a decent manager. I don't think there's many managers out there. Granted, wouldn't lose two games 9-0, but there's not many managers that could then pick up a side and keep them behind, you know, giving him support as a manager and standing by him after yeah. losing two games and, and, and pick pick up their form. You know, and... I did I did say to the Southampton fan, you know, all credit to, to the club for not getting rid of him when a lot of clubs would have pressed the, you know, ejector seat. Brookline says there, tired minds, tired legs... To Pep's credit, Man City is always rotating players and will rest superstars. And mate, Brookline, look at the squad. You know, their their B team is probably better than our A team. Um, Ricardo, I don't think he's fully fit yet. Otherwise, I think he would have been starting. Perez obviously came on. Chowdhury, I think his time is is done, to be honest with you. And I don't think he gives us anything as good as Mendy would give us if Mendy came on um, for Indeedy. Uh, and Pratt, you know, I, I like Pratt. Yes, you know, um, again, there's a lot of criticism. There's a lot of, I, I, I think there's a, well, let's have a look. Because, I mean, it's that, the problem is we've got is in real terms, you've got three players going for that one position. You've got Madison, you've got uh, Perez normally, and you've got Pratt. Now, Madison, people were having a go at him, really a lot I've noticed, and, and I've just had to delete um, something on the Facebook page, because don't forget, guys, that it is the social media blackout, and at the moment, Lester Till I Die, after we've finished doing this and I've posted a few things about the game, will not be accepting any posts on uh, Facebook for the rest of the weekend in support of that. And if you do swear on any posts at the moment, it just gets deleted we don't care what that's how we're dealing with it so you know if you're going to complain again about something or have a go at a player you know there's no need to drag your knuckles and use that sort of language you know I would hopefully you're better than that that said uh there has been a lot of criticism of madison but he's got to get the game time in and better he has these performances now maybe and gets them out of the way but Madison can change a game with one touch more, I think, so than Perez. You know, uh, more possibly than Pratt. And I think you know you've you've got to give him that time for me. I don't know. I mean, it was all quick to roll out Perez, who granted to me. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it for the second time. In, in the space of two games, came on and actually improved our chances in 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 the in the attacking sense and made us have a bit more of a, a bite about going forward. I'm not all for this given time. At the end of the day, he he's one of them players that did the silly breach of of the COVID 
regulations. Uh, he's been off the boil. Pratt's very Pratt's very well liked by the Leicester fans. He's he, he's he's very well admired as a player. He's got great talent. I'm scratching my head how tonight. Um, obviously, I know Perez probably would have come off for uh, Madison had it not been for a tactical change. You know, to rest for Farner, who's who's uh, fasting and, and, and switch switch into a back four. But I don't understand how Madison stayed on the pitch tonight because out of the 23 shots, he probably had 13 of them. And I don't think any one of them kept within the stratosphere of the St. Mary's ground. I would much rather have Pratt come on for the last 10, 15 minutes because he's got quality in him and offers a lot to his club. I do feel sorry for Pratt. I think he's very unutilised. And I know he's had injuries that haven't helped that, but I think he goes a lot more unutilised than someone who's had many a chance and not taken them. I, I I agree with you because I absolutely, I'm a fan of Pratt's and I think it's unfortunate that, you know, he, he, he got those three players kind of clashing. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying here um, that, you know, should there have been more changes? You know, the, do you do you go with the rule of if it's not if it's not broken, don't fix it, which is what I said in the pre-match. And you know, the fact that we can actually name an unchanged side for the third game in a row, I think that's the first time this season. Or do you make the changes because maybe because we are playing three games so quickly? You know, Brendan's buggered if he does, buggered if he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. You, you you're one hundred percent. Spot on, uh, because at the end of the day, it's easy to sit here and go, Oh, well, he should have changed it, he should have put Albright and he should have started with this guy, he should have started with Pratt, he should have started Madison, should have been on the bench, Perez should have started, but whatever you want, it's easy to do that because the game's won all. But had they gone out with the strong team like they did and got themselves 2 0 in front against 10 men and then made them changes, no one would be batting an eyelid. At the end of the day, they've got a seven-day break. They've been playing games close proximity to each other all season, so it's not like you can lay the blame at that these guys haven't been used to this all season. Even after we got knocked out of Europa League, the games have been thick and fast, so it's not even like we've had the usual break uh, from mm -hmm. not being in an extra competition because we've gone all the way in the FA Cup. We, we got out of the group stages of Europa League. So we've been used to this all season. So I don't like that being used as too much of an excuse. I just think it's one of them games where we've kind of been caught with a mixture of players coming back and, and, and just not being at the races. You know, Southampton put a resolute 10-man behind the ball job and they did a good job of it. We, You know, it's, it's all well and good saying, well we should have made more changes. Well, had we made more changes, maybe Vardy doesn't get brought down. Maybe we don't go to 10-0 and maybe we lose the game 3-0. You'd all be on air moaning. Brendan is just doing the best he can for this club. And you know what? I'll say it now. If we end up staying up in the top four by a point, I'm bringing it to this game just to put it in perspective. Because sometimes you've got to take what you can in football and sometimes when you're not playing well and you're not having the best of the game as a collective unit, you, you you have to take the positives. And the positive is we didn't lose a game. That would have been a lot more embarrassing had we lost that tonight. Yes, it would. I mean, the funny thing was that I was on, like I say, um, Talk Sport 
which was why we were late starting tonight. Um, and they were asking me a lot about Brendan Rogers, and you know, it's very easy for us to look at this because we look at it at a game at a time. But you know, we're a point better off than we were this time last season. We're in the final of an FA Cup. We are we are almost. I mean, this is the most upbeat I've been after a draw because I decided before we came on the show tonight that it wasn't the end of the world, you know, and we're not going to win, you know, we're third, but we don't mean we're going to win every game, does it? No, it doesn't. I mean, if anything shows how bizarre and weird and wonderful this league can be, three games ago, um, when we lost to West Ham, we looked at the league table and went, well, it's definitely third we're fighting for because Manchester United are way too gone. We've got to hope things go away. And it, and, and here we are three or four games later hmm. and we're, we're coming away from St. Mary's going, all right, disappointed we didn't manage to get maximum points playing against 10 men. But like I said, we're at a point in the season now where even if it's playing a game more, have an eight, seven or eight point lead in, 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 in a pivotal chase, whether it's for a title, Champions League, promotion, whatever league you're in. If you've got a seven or eight point gap at this point of the season where games are running out, you, a point's not too bad. A point's actually worth double, as the saying is. You know when you say it's a six-pointer mm. for a relegation yeah. battle? Well, at this point of the season, one's worth two in this because... That now means that West Ham have to win their game and then still have to make up the five points difference if they're to stop us getting, you know, top top four. And I just I still don't see it. No, what, and what I mean, would it I would love to finish second more than probably more than Man United would, because yes, we get extra money, of course we do by finishing in a, a position higher, but you know, Man United, they, they can finish second, you know, a lot of seasons. Where with us, it would be quite something to finish second, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. And it would kind of be a little bit of a, a nice little smug end to the season to, to finish above the side that ultimately knocked us out of Champions League. Not that they did, did much with it, although they might win a Europa League Cup out of it by the looks of things, to be fair to them. But they didn't take those... Yeah your Champions League spot we that they stole from us and well we kind of gift wrapped it is as well but yes. you know they didn't do much with it and yeah it'd be nice wouldn't it it'd be nice because Leicester's only one and only top four finish was when we won the league so it'd be nice to have one where it's a, a fairly comfortable second or third place finish Oh, I can take you back actually because we, we if we go way way back to before you were a twinkle in your in your dad's pocket we, I think we did come second when we were called the Snow Kings. I believe. Yes, we, have, yeah. yes we we have finished second before, but it would it would be nice. But I th I think it's it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, Craig. Good evening, Craig. Thanks for joining us there. Uh, every other team has had dodgy results recently, so we're probably due one. You know, I think we got out of jail with um, Crystal Palace. That you know in. <laughs> We didn't lose. We've got to just say, you know, guys, we didn't lose. Yeah, we didn't lose. And that's one thing you have to hold on to when it's a, a performance like that. And then, you know, things haven't gone quite the way you expected. But at the end of the day, we, like I said, if we go to Newcastle, if Newcastle comes to the King Power uh, on next Friday, 
and we pick up three points. We wanted seven points from these games. And if you go and get beat Newcastle, you were expected, despite what happened on the pitch and, 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 and in regards to the red card, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, you're probably expecting tonight to be the tough one where we probably get a point and if we're lucky, maybe all three. Um, mm. And we've got one of them results. We, we Before the ball was kicked, we were probably going to say that this would be typical Leicester to get a point from this and beat Newcastle. And before the red card and the ball was kicked, a lot of fans would have been happy with a point away from home. Indeed, indeed. So you, you stopped early then, you confused me, I wasn't. I know, I know. I, I feel like All I'm right. trying to build the void of Julian Watts to be able to help you have a short run. <laughs> no, he was on earlier, you missed, you missed him. Um, I, I mean, let's have a look at what we've got coming up here. Um, we've got Newcastle at home, Man United away, Chelsea a little matter of a, a, I say, this game at Wembley that we've got coming up. And then we've got another Chelsea game and a Tottenham game. I mean, if I'm totally honest with you, I should, I was very worried. And I said to Julian in the pre match show, I was actually nervous about tonight because of, as I say, I think Southampton had the points to prove with the 9 0 and the FA Cup, etc. And I was very nervous. I don't actually feel. I mean, I think Man United, Spurs, Chelsea, we've beaten them all this season. And I think sometimes we're building this up. They should be as worried about us as we are about them. Yeah, they definitely should. I mean, people might say, oh, we're only a point better off last season. But we're not We're not just that. We're mentally in a better position. We've ground out and, and, and won a lot of games and got points from a lot of games this season. Look, we've we've already noted that last season we would have lost or drawn them games so what I feel very confident and positive going into the last games and, and genuinely you look at our results against them teams not not just this season but over the last few um, over the last few seasons where we've managed to pick up a few wins and draws against Chelsea uh, we're quite you know very back and forth between us and Spurs we probably had the better rub of the green over the last couple of seasons Chelsea, we can be it on a day. Manchester United, probably the most difficult game we've got left, because and that's purely because it's Old Trafford. You know, at Filbert Street, we've managed to get a couple of wins and a point here and there. So I, I've got, I, I just, again, it goes back to the point. It's all well and good, someone saying, oh, well, you might only have a five-point lead going into them games. But that means, A, West Ham have to get, a minimum of six points out of their last three games and everybody's dropping points a lot more. Teams below us are dropping their points more consistently than we are. We're, we're probably, we are on paper the third most consistent side in the Premier League and have been all season and that's not changed in the run of results. I just don't see how over the next, uh, over the course of the last four games of the season, we don't pick up points from the likes of Tottenham. I mean, seventh place Tottenham, a whopping ten points offers. I just don't. I just don't see how they are considered a team that we won't get some form of result out of. And I just, I just feel as long as our uh, three points against Newcastle arrives, I just don't see how we don't pick up three points along the way in in our last three games. I, 
I almost feel like this was mm. a big opportunity to, to to put that final nail in the coffin to to rule out uh, any potential collapse of top four. And tonight we just give it a little tap. We didn't quite have the force behind it to re- really whack that last nail into it, but we put ourselves in a position that should things go our way over the weekend, it's all but confirmed before we kick a ball again on Friday. I'm just looking at West Ham's fixtures coming up here. Uh, they've got to play Burnley uh, on Monday night. That's not going to be an easy walls, game. You know. walls, 4-0. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that's yeah. that's the thing as well. Just just to quickly add to it, and I mean quick for me, this is quick. When <laughs> our eight points clear, if Burnley do something against um, West Ham, whether it's a draw or or even better beat them, Leicester could secure top four, I believe. Could they not by beating Newcastle without yeah. with, without West Ham kicking you, the ball because we'd go so far ahead of them? Maths. You wanted me to do maths that. Uh... 11.22 in the evening. Uh, well, well I, I believe if we go know. on to 10, 10 points and, let, and they fail to win their game, that they, they won't be able to catch us with three to go. So next week could, could, could also be an end to it. And we actually go into them three games with nothing to play for, apart from maybe chasing down Manchester United and the final. So it, we'll see. Maybe by next, this time next week, we'll be talking about how we can focus our whole attention on, on the FA Cup. It could be a completely different subject matter next week. Um, they've also got what, Everton, Brighton, Not West easy Bromwich, and Southampton, believe it or not, on the last day. Yeah, and whilst it sounds unlikely, Sam Allardyce will always take a ship down uh, fighting, so you don't know what West Brom situation's been there. You know that they have stayed up against all odds before. We all remember the season they stayed up against against all odds when um, Brian Robson was the manager, wasn't it? Was it Brian Robson? Or am I thinking the wrong one? Have I got the wrong oh, one. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, who but knows? they, you know, so Sam Allardyce has never got relegated, so they might still have something to play for. Everton's not going to be easy. Their squads. At I just think that our runs are so similar in terms of quality and potential to cause upset. That they're just not going to make up the ground over uh, over four games. So I, I'm with you. I'm quite positive with the pulp, the point. Just a bit frustrated we couldn't get the three against ten men. Yes. Changes my feelings towards Man United Liverpool. I'm going to actually watch that game. I'm going to get a takeaway, get a get a beer, and 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 watch it. And I I was kind of torn because. Had we beaten Southampton tonight, I wouldn't have been upset with a Liverpool win because it would have pulled us, as a closer to Man United for second. But now I really do want a Man United win. I mean, it would be nice to win. I think it's more advantageous uh, from a Leicester perspective to, to, to have Manchester United win that game rather than Liverpool. But for for me, I I just don't think I just I just I've not really fought past West Ham for any worry of a team mm-hmm. captain is because again, I, even though Liverpool have have slowly balanced out with their results in the last couple of games, 
they did their damage over that daunting period where they didn't win at home for like six games. And I think their damage was already done and they've, they've, they've not suddenly ripped into unstoppable form. They've still been a bit jittery. They threw away a, a, a lead in, in stoppage time against Newcastle. So although I wouldn't be overly concerned with with Liverpool winning, I just think if you look at our, our situation to completely draw a line under sixth place and below in, in regards to Leicester's top four ambitions, mm. I, I think anything other than Liverpool win completely nails them out of it uh, for, for me. So, what? Well, like I said, I'm not overly bothered, but I, I do. I, I, if I had to pick, I would agree with you and say a Man United win favours us more. Craig, if you want to come on, I'm putting the link in there because Melina has asked an excellent question there. Uh, I, I got that stuck in my throat. An Arsenal fan asking a sensible question. <laughs> Hello, right? Oh, let me have a drink Hello. of water, please. Yeah. Mm. Well, she does support Real Madrid as well, so maybe she's got. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that Spanish sense coming through as well. I don't and know. She's asking with the remaining fixtures. Have a think about this because I've just done it. Done my. What I think we'll get, we've got four league games left now, like you say. The remaining fixtures you guys have left, how many points do you think that you can secure? We're going to come back to that one, Melina. Yeah. Uh, have a think about it because we've got uh, Man United, we've got Newcastle at home, Man United away. We've now got Chelsea the Wednesday after we play them in the FA Cup. Um, and then we've got Spurs on the Sunday. Let me ask you this, though, Brad. Okay, we've got Chelsea FA Cup, 15th of May. Chelsea away in the league Wednesday, the 19th of May. Would you give the cup final up, winning the cup final, to secure three points against them in the league? Not a chance. Not a chance, because I think this team will have top four wrapped up or all but nailed on before the FA Cup final. I honestly do. I honestly, Chris, I do. I don't, you know, I, I'm not favourable of these. It, which one would you take scenarios at the best time? I honestly would not give up the chance to win the FA Cup over three points on Saturday. That's crazy because I just don't see Leicester not getting enough points, and, and I will stand by that until until the apocalypse happens and I get proven wrong. Yes. With, no, no, I, I, I would have agreed totally with that. I just wondered uh, what your thought. I just want to say, so I'm going to bring Craig in in, in, in one second, but I just wanted to say, um, Stefan, you need to keep the chat to football related. You, you've Over the time that I've known you, you have made some strange posts. Um, you've you've been a bit creepy at times. I'm going to have to be honest with you. Um, and you've put some, you know, some disturbing posts up. Um, that I've just I've just put you in a timeout, but that is going to be your last chance, mate. Next time it will be a ban. Um, I'm just seeing your 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 thing, Brad. And yes, he has been. He's on a timeout now. But his next time it will be a um, uh, 
ban. Sorry, sorry, Stefan, if you've got your problems, we've all got problems. This is not a self-help group. This is a football group. Although being Leicester fans, of course, it could always end up into a self-help group. Right, let's bring yeah. um, let's bring the wise old owl in. Or is it a wise old sage, I should say, shouldn't I? <laughs> Good evening, Craig. Good evening, so, guys. How you doing? Evening, mate. Giving, evening. Giving you guys a chance to think then. So I think from the remaining, we've got four games. So that's 12 points that we could obviously potentially get. I've got us down as eight points from that. I think you had us down as six, Craig. But I'll give yeah. you my eight. I'll give you my eight first. Then we'll come to Craig. Then we'll come to Brad. Giving Brad thinking time because he's been kind of dropped in this a little bit. Uh, Newcastle at home. I would want to see three points there. To be honest with you, I think we can. I think we can secure three points there. Um, Newcastle. They, they, they've got to still go for it because of where they are, and I think that that could leave them open. United away. I'd take a point. I would take a point at this stage. Um, we then win the FA Cup in the middle of it, of course, and then we play Chelsea away. Uh, depending on the cup result, I'd probably take a point there. And then I think we'll get three points at home to Spurs. That's where my eight points come from. I think yeah. you said six, didn't you, Craig? Yeah, I've gone with six. I think, you know, we've got to be targeting um, three against Newcastle. But then I think, you know, I think I'd, I'd take points in the remaining three games, to be honest. And you've got to mm. think that if we take a point from Chelsea, it's it's really three uh, in the running against them because it's two that they've dropped. So, yeah. um, I'd, I'd take, you know, I, I, I think six points would be enough. I thought if we got 12 out of these four games, it would be enough. Another six out of the last four is like one ahead of that. So, I think uh, I think six would see us over the line. Scott. Oh, Scott, what am I saying? Sorry. <laughs> I was just reading Scott's comment there. <laughs> Seven points. Um Melina, I can go off people, you know. And if you're asking for anybody to talk sense into me, these two characters, I tell you what, it's 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 like it's like working with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I tell you, it's um, if you're coming coming from Canada, you won't know the Chuckle Brothers, but I tell you. Yeah. This is what Don't I worry, to... me, me and Craig are firing our HR reports against your strenuous <laughs> uh, work ethics, mate. We are. Do you know? Do you know who the <laughs> HR reports come through to though, mate? Oh damn it! That's a trick. Quite quick, recent email. <laughs> yeah. I am it. I am it. You know, secretary, HR, T brewer, um, Brad. So, so I've gone. I've gone for eight. Six has gone for for Craig. Craig, so you had where, where were those six points coming from? Three against Newcastle, and then uh, I'd take three draws in the last three. Right, right, okay. So, um, Brad, um, this is going to sound weird, being as I've said, I think we've done enough this season to to get enough points in the remaining games. So I'm gonna. I'm going to say, whilst I think we can get eight points, I honestly think we'll end up getting about five. I think we will beat Newcastle. I think we'll want. I don't think either Leicester or Manchester United will want to lose the game. I think it'll be an entertaining game, but I think we'll pick up a point against them. I think we'll throw all our eggs at that point 
I think top four will be safe. So we will go full ham for our FA Cup final. And then I think we might allow players to enjoy a bit of an earlier head on on the beach, so to speak, by no, rotating. I where that was going. I really by, wondered where yeah, that was going. Yeah, I had going. to rethink that sentence through quickly. Yes. Um, Thank God you did. <laughs> but I think I, I think they'll 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 be allowed to rest, so to speak, and we'll see a flux of rotation for the last two games of the season. And just because it spurs, I think we will probably nick a three points, but to say to to two Mimas and get five, I'll say we'll we'll get a draw against Spurs last game of the season. And Chris. nothing against Chelsea? Uh, no, I, I think if we, we humiliate them in the FA Cup final, that we'll, we'll give them the, the fifth the fourth place trophy. That's that's seven points then, Brad. Well no, Chris. beating Chelsea in the cup, losing to them in the league, a draw at, three against Newcastle. A draw against Man U and a draw against Tottenham. Oh, draw against Tottenham. I thought you said you're going to have three. Uh, no, I uh, think we could do it because it's Spurs, but I think we'd be happy at that point just to let a few players through and pick up a point from that. Scott, 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 the voice of sense and sensibility and short answers is going to be posting his uh, seven points up in a minute. Um, we haven't even we haven't even touched, and let's touch on it now. Um, Johnny Evans, because you two, in fairness, haven't been his biggest fans of late. I'm looking at you, Craig, especially. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet, two goals in two games. Um, yeah, well, it's two in three. Let's not, you know. Well, uh, you know, let's not dig him up too much. Yeah, there's a game in the middle, but it still was in two <laughs> games. Oh, come on, Craig. He scores what he wants, Johnny Evans. Yeah, that, that's, that's <laughs> true. I mean, I yeah, he scored. Well done. I appreciate it. And uh, but, I mean, for me, he was he was frustrating again. I mean. Brendan clearly brought Mark Albrighton on for a reason, for us to try and get the ball to him quickly. And Johnny, for some reason, I don't know if he's not on his Christmas card list, but he seemed to refuse to play the ball out wide to him. and just kept coming inside. So, yeah, I appreciate every goal he scores. And obviously it was a clearly really important one, but um, he still frustrates the hell out of me. Well, yes. I mean, we, we all have our... We all have our players. I did actually have to say on Talk Sport that my size isn't due to just having lockdown. It's due to all the humble pie I've had to eat over uh, <laughs> Kelechi and Nacho. And I haven't eaten any humble pie over Perez at all because <laughs> I don't. Will, 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 will it go, Brad? Will we, is this, are we seeing the demise of Perez? I think, to be honest with you, he's... A Pearson, a Pearson. Oh God, that was a fraudulent slip. I think he was a um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A Pe and a Brendan Rogers' favourite. You know, he's he's the junior Lewis of his day. And I'm not saying he's as bad as junior Lewis. Even even Craig wasn't as bad as junior Lewis. But I do think that you know, I don't think he'll go. It's it's it's. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because, mm. you know, we all probably think that unless something happens over the summer, we're probably going to lose one or two players. Um, There's the, the squad rotating players. I, I think the one big thing to look at is um, the reaction from some of the players when they've been linked to clubs has, has been well-perceived. 
Um, so I don't think we'll lose anyone of 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 key first team sta- status no. um, ability, which is always nice considering the last few years. As much as it's nice to have turned a, a hefty profit, it's it's probably been a bit concerning to see us sell a star player every season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Perez's return. My comments and our comments throughout the year about Perez have been very justified because, yes, I know early in the show I said he came on and actually gave us more attacking ten. He still managed to fall over and lose the ball twice in doing so. It's so first, he's not, he's not really done much. Touches, his first two touches, he gave the ball away, I think, when I was watching it. But yeah. like you say, you know, at the end of the day, you know, who are we to argue with the manager? Well, that's 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 very true, isn't it? Every time yeah. we anyone seems to dare question Brendan's tactics or his formation lineups, we tend to uh, we tend to end up eating a big slice of humble pie, don't we? Because yeah. we end up getting pulling the result out of our uh, rear as it is. Yeah. So uh, I must admit, I did go from because you know I have a history of getting everything wrong when it comes to football predictions, and I did go up and go. Could you could you see Leicester scoring? Um, <laughs> hashtag re, uh, reverse uh, psychology, and about five minutes later they scored with a penalty, so that that didn't work either. Great in the in 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 the summer, do we sell to buy or I mean, you know, we 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 know we're going to struggle with money. We, we mentioned touched on this earlier with 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 Brad, but you know we we're being linked with forty million pound players and what have you. But you know, in if Tommy Abraham uh, was to come off, but have we got that money? You know, our owners, they've got the training for, uh, ground to play for. That Their business is totally tourism. That's all it is. And that is on its knees, you know, as well run as they are. You know, we might have to rely on the likes of the Jewsbury Halls and the, you know, James Justins and the Luke Thomas. Not that they haven't, you know, proved themselves. But I do you think we're going to see any big signings in the summer. I think I think we'll uh, I think we'll make at least one, uh, if not two, to be honest. Uh, regards losing players, I'm not sure if anyone. You know, earlier in the season, I thought um, if anyone was going to go, it would probably be Ricardo, um, mm. because I thought we'd got we'd got cover there. Obviously, we got James Justin got injured, um, but you know, adequate uh, replacement and and Castagna plays. On the right hand side, and we're already being linked with a with a left back. So I wonder whether Brendan sees uh, Castagna as uh, as a more regular right sided um, player, yeah. who then uh, releases um, Ricardo. I think it's been interesting that Ricardo's not got a minute on the pitch in the last couple of games. You know, if he's fit enough to mm-hmm. make the bench, I, I would have thought he would have had brought a bit more pace and uh, physicality than Albrighton did. But he, the the fact that Ricardo's not got anywhere near. It's a little bit concerning for me. Um, so whether he is fully fit or whether he's just starting to think maybe he doesn't fit in his plans, I'm not sure. But if you've got to sacrifice one, then you would sacrifice someone where you've got uh, you've got decent cover already. Yeah. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Back after this. Leicester Till I Die TV. Mm. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. It's getting late. Bradley's rubbing his eyes. He's, oh, uh, he's, 
He's getting he's getting ready to. Uh, it's the wrong time of year to be buried again, isn't it? But um, <laughs> let let let's quickly have a look, and um, we are coming towards the end now. You will be pleased to know. Um, Man of the match and um, team and manager ratings got a little bit um, feisty this week. Normally, we've been agreeing a lot with uh, with what Alan's been doing, and this caused a little bit of a ruckus. You know, he's gone for um, Johnny Evans, and he's gone for six for the manager and six for the team. Let's start with uh, let's start with Craig. Mm. Agree, disagree. What would you have done? Um, yeah, it's probably not far off. I'd probably, you know, I'd probably nudge them up a point. Um, I was, I wasn't a big fan of uh, the substitutions that um, that Brendan made. I know it's mm. easy to say you don't need three centre halves, but essentially you go from you know having two wide players, wing backs pushing right up the pitch with three at the back. To having a back four, so I'm not sure whether that actually helped us. We looked pretty comfortable, and it allowed the wider players to get forward. Um, and and again, you know, I'd have thought under would have been a better bet than uh, than Old Brighton. You know, just lumping balls in the box. Not that we got the ball to Old Brighton anyway. But I thought under would, with his tricky feet, may have brought some fouls and would have been more difficult for them to deal with than Old Brighton. So. I'm not sure on uh, on his substitutions there, but you know I'd give them a seven each, maybe. But uh, six and six isn't far off the mark. And Evans, um, yeah, possibly. I thought Castagna played okay, to be honest. Um, beyond that, I thought everybody was just off the pace a little bit tonight, so uh, I couldn't argue against Evans. Brad, yeah, um, I'm pretty much in the same boat as Craig with his opinions on that. Uh, unfortunately for me, I think it's it's unfortunately plain for me to see. I feel that uh, the, result, the, the, the reports over the last couple of months when the question was asked to Brendan about under and the report suggesting that Leicester don't want to make this permanent, that I feel unfortunately under's just making the numbers up on the bench um, because he, I, I just don't, you know, we've questioned it a few times. Don't understand how someone who you're saying, oh, well, he's not getting game time, he's not match fit, he's been here all season. If he's not been playing at this point, I just don't think he's going to be required. I think he's been a little bit unfortunate in the sense that because Harvey Barnes has been missing for the majority uh, of this season, that that's obviously meant that Leicester haven't gone with uh, left and right wingers. As, as we were doing for the for the best part of this season. Uh, so he's not really got his position available to him to come in and impact the game the way he'd like to. Um, I think right at the start of the season as well that you had uh, Old Brighton, <laughs> who came from nowhere and was suddenly starting yeah. playing great in there. I think, you know, Under's been on the bench for the last three games, hasn't made it on, like people were saying before, when there's three games so close. I think, you know, I think, to be honest with you, I think it's under and out. Yes, I think it will See be. See what I did there? Uh, See I what like I did? It. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, tough crowd, tough crowd. Um, the, the man of the match is a difficult one, though, um, because to be honest with you, I think if we're being brutally honest, that the, the overall man of the match award should go to a Southampton player. But from a lesser perspective, I would um, do that, though, Brad. Yeah, do but that. because we're not nice like that, and we we, we like to put our glasses on and, and give all things foxes. I think it has to be fair and say that uh, despite the fact that he still frustrates myself uh, at times with things that he does, Evans has provided the saving grace in the end tonight. It wasn't a brilliant performance by the 11. He he, he just had the pivotal moment that stood out to everybody's mind. So I think Alan's probably done a fair job with his man of the match and ratings, to be fair. And that was a short answer there from Brad. I know, right? The long answer. <laughs> Check out the podcast. I go longer than Rich Sports on the answer. <laughs> podcast? I couldn't afford to have it running for that long, I tell you. £35 <laughs> 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 an hour, let alone for the month. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's why, why you talk like that. You think I'm paying you by the hour. I'm just not paying you. And just, just to say, with the with the man of the match, that it is actually the Leicester man of the match. That's the whole idea behind it. We don't give a, a sod about the rest of the uh, <laughs> the other team. It's which Leicester player. Um, Scott, I mean, Gazelle, I forget we've still got Gazelle. He's only out on loan. Um, Benteke is in. Obviously, he's out on loan as well. We're not going to get much for them, in fairness. David S, and let's kind of just round it down now um, with this comment. In what ways do you think Castagna is better than a fully fit Pierre on the right? Seems we need more cover, so hold on to both. Oh, yeah, I don't think we were saying, I don't think anybody was saying get rid of them because, you know, next year we've got, you know, the Maybe Premier League, the, right League Cup, the FA Cup, the, you know, uh, Champions League, hopefully. Like you say, you can have one play. I mean, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, guys, you know, you can have Castagna at right back or in that role, Pierre at right midfield, wing back, and they can interchange beautifully. Yeah, I think we've uh, I think we've talked about uh, that happening mm. earlier in the season before Ricardo got injured, to be honest. Um you and, did and, in one of your team selections, Craig. Yeah, I did. Um, mm. Another one that Brendan didn't listen to. Um, I, uh, if only you but, did. but again, that—that's why I was a little bit surprised that he didn't make it on on tonight. You know, usually he's uh, he's got quick, good feet um, around the box, which I think is what we needed against Southampton when they were sitting in that low block. I just didn't see what All Brighton was going to give us there. I thought yeah. he needed a little bit of pace uh people would play quick one twos around the box and we we know that ricardo when he's played in a more advanced position can do that um so no i wasn't suggesting that we get rid of him i was just looking at if we needed to sacrifice that may be uh that may be where they look me, me thinks he may be being saved for the bigger games mm, who knows i've got to give before we go i have got to give a shout out to to, to, to Steve Linux for the second time in the whole uh, I think we should I think we should have a round of applause because he's got the score prediction right for just the second time in the whole season Steve I don't know if you're watching oh it was you that was on earlier I'm impressed the thing was you went 1-1 last time well that was when you got it right before so two right in the season well done mate I have to tell you though 
I think you're still going down because I think where you are in the prediction league, <laughs> I don't think you'll be saving up. That point won't save you. That point won't save you. But I have got to say thank you, gentlemen. And I just need to just get rid of this. Um, Craig for popping on at the end there. Jesus for his second coming. Uh, I just hope he cleans up the mess right. afterwards. And we will be back next Friday. Um, so what have we got next week? We're gonna have the football match, the football preview on Tuesday. We're gonna have the uh, opposition view on Wednesday, the game preview with the wise old uh, Sage Craig himself on Thursday, and Brad will be here holding up the eyelashes with the matchsticks probably the same time next week after Newcastle. And let's hope it's a, a three-pointer, not a one-pointer. Craig, Brad, thank you very much. As always, you, you make the show look half intelligent. Cheers, guys. You're welcome. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Take okay. care. Brad and Craig there, who um, they make they make me look, I could say, half half credible. And I tell you what, that's not an easy job. Not an easy job. Right. See you next uh, Friday, Melina. Um, great show as always, Scott. Thank you very much for saying that. Uh, no, no, David Knight. Everybody, thanks for sharing. Great to have you on, David. Um, 10 15 minutes be one of the last things I do for the weekend. But if you want to listen to this back again, you can watch it on YouTube. And please give us a subscribe, press that subscribe button, and let's just see if we can make the 500 by the end of the season. It would be great to, to have you along and join us. If you want to listen to this while you're having your second coming, if you if you're Brad, or you're doing the washing up, or you're washing the car, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, Anchor, Google, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Podcast Addict. Going to leave you on a serious note. Now, I did I did touch on it earlier, but uh, I want to bring the, bring it up again, if that's okay with you guys. And that is about this media, uh, social media ban that uh, the players and the clubs are all doing. Um, I, I, I was sat there, I'd forgotten, I was sat there on Twitter and waiting for the team to come up. And of course, the footballers and the clubs stopped it at three. I wasn't sure where I was going to go with this because... I'm a provider of a service rather than, uh, uh, you know, a user, if you like, as in, you know, one of the players. But that said, after the game the other week, uh, for the first 20 minutes, I had to read, or the first 15 minutes, I think it was, I had to take nearly 20 posts down because people in the group swore. Now, I know we're football groups. I know we're banter, but we're not Neanderthal men. But I do believe some fans still think we are. I think they can hide behind the keyboard and they can't make a comment without using the F word. I mean, it's not big. It's not clever. And to be quite honest with you, it is just insulting and abuse to the people that have started the thread. I had this note that the Facebook have started to actually go over people's heads more, group admins more. 
And if Facebook take one of your posts out for whatever reason, or whether I believe it or they've misunderstood it, that is an automatic mute from me for anything from 12 hours to 72 hours, depending on the severity of it. I don't care whether I agree with you or not. If Facebook have done that, you're gone. What we're doing at the moment is if you put the F word, the, we have about 30. We have about 30 words that are on the list that we don't allow to be used. Or we look, you know, we are notified, they come up, and we look at in what context they are used. Those will automatically, whether they're a joke or whatever, they'll automatically, the posts will get deleted because we just don't allow these swear words now. You can use stars, you can use exclamation marks. You do not have to use the swear words. So as Lester Till I Die, we are banning the use of swear words for the foreseeable future. You know, you, you intelligent people out there, you should be able to post without having to resort to using those words. You know, we did that when we were kids. Oh, we used the swear word. Oh, I died clever. No, you're not. You're not clever at all. You know, go off and and uh, and drag your heels along the uh, your knuckles along the floor. Um, also, for the next two days, we will not be responding to any messages on the um, Lester Till I Die sites, the Facebook, or the Twitter. If you post whatever the post is it will get deleted. It's simple as that. We will not, if you know, we can't stop you posting on any of the threads that are already up. Um, that is, you have to marry that up with your own conscience. What we will be doing, though, is, if, again, if any of those posts include any swear words or nastiness, etc., yet bans and removals will be will be dished out. No new post will be allowed. If a new post comes on, it will simply be deleted. End of story. Same with Twitter. There will be no retweets, no posts. We'll be back on Monday. Um, so, you know, sometime on Monday, you will see us come back up live and you'll see we're, we're back up and working. We need to, whether you agree with everything that's gone on, and, you know, there's arguments for supporting it. There's arguments for the fact that it's gone too far. We are not political racist or anything like that in our group because it just starts arguments off. I won't allow discussions about Black Lives Matter or racism because it will start an argument off. So it's easy to just not allow it anything at all. And that's what I said to The Athletic. I did I did a, a written-up piece for, that was published in The Athletic. And I said, I just don't allow it. That way there can be no arguments over it. Um, there's a new set that I've reworded the rules. You can find the rules on www.lestertillidie.com um, forward slash about us. Or on the Facebook group, it's down the right-hand side. The rules are there. Somebody had to go at me earlier because I didn't allow his posts. Well, grow up. You know, if there's 30 posts and five of them are the same, of those five, only one's going to get one. We're not going to flood the group with, uh, with posts. And if you don't agree with the post, don't have a go at the guy that's put the post up. Don't have a go at where it's come from, whether that's the sun or the sky, whoever. 
put your put your brain into gear and use it. There is too much abuse. There is too much keyboard warriors. You know, whether we're players, whether we're fans, we support Leicester. We are a multicultural city. We are a multicultural team, and we should reflect that. I hope we do here on Leicester Till I Die. I won't stand for any of that, and it, 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 it's not discussable. That's the line. You cross it, you're gone. We need to stand up. This, I think, may be the start of change. Players going about the business should not, you know, they should not be subject to this at all. Whether, you know, we're, we're one of the big clubs now. It doesn't seem to happen as much for us, but if it did, I'd be disgusted. I would be disgusted. But we still get bad language. We still get people calling each other names. And I, 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 it just despairs me. Guys, that was my rant. Have a really, really, really good weekend. Have a read of these. These are the messages coming out from the clubs. Social media companies must do more to stop online abuse. Um, it's all over the internet. You can read that wherever you want. Read it at you will. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday. And we're back on Tuesday for the football show with Josh. Have yourself a good weekend. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the old old rant there. But some things I think you do need to rant on about. And um, we will be back on Tuesday at 7 with the football show. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend. Stay safe now. Leicester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.